Welcome to Cauldron's Crypt. I'm your host, Master Cauldron. If you're new to the show, this is a place to dispel myths, get rid of stereotypes, and answer your questions about BDSM. You can call in at 865-268-4005 to leave your questions or visit the crypt at cauldronscrypt.com. On this episode of the crypt, we are going to get into discretion and what that means, how to deal with it, and what happens if someone is not exactly discreet with you. But first, before we dive deep, fun size, how's it going today? It's going really well. I'm excited about this topic, and I think you are too. I am. And just one more thing before we get into that, I would like to bring up a couple of things. Our Patreon supporters, the Accidental Trucker, he's been around since the beginning of the show. He gives a dollar a month. If you'd like to support us, you can go to patreon.com or cauldronscript.com to find that link. I have different reward levels set up there that will give you access to different things. You could get stickers, t-shirts, free hoodies. It just depends on how how much you appreciate us. And the other thing, I would like to thank bdsmcontracts.org. Use the coupon code cauldron20, that is cauldron20, for a 20% discount on all purchases. I've used them in the past and I will use them in the future. They have full 28 page BDSM contracts for your DS or MS relationship. And now that we've thanked those that help us keep the lights on, those rules to love by. Safe, sane, consensual, and informed. Rule number two, kinky from the kinky app available on all platforms. That stands for knowledge, no intolerance, kindness, and integrity. And that wonderful quote by Mr. Paul Young, submission is not about authority and it's not about obedience. It is all about relationships of love and respect. So fun size, discretion. As always, you know me and my definitions so I would love to hear what your definition is for discretion. Well, to me, discretion is all about respect. So my definition for discretion would be respect you show others in not outing them or their private lives in any harmful way, any purposeful way, and any public way yeah. as far as the lifestyle goes. Yeah, it's a really simple topic, but for some reason, some people have a whole lot of problem with it. <laughs> so uh, being discreet, in my opinion, should be something that comes naturally in all aspects of one's life, but we both know for some it does not, maybe because of the way that they were raised or, and I'm not calling anybody out or saying that they're a bad person for this. Sometimes accidents will happen, but in the process of, of being discreet and not outing someone in our community, well, that statement brings us straight forward into outing. So what is discretion and outing? What does that mean to you? Well, outing in and of itself, it's letting people who are not part of the lifestyle who are not part of the scene know that someone else is or some of the activities that a person has undertaken and some of those experiences and sometimes this can be a very malicious thing other times like you said it's just accidental but it has very serious consequences for all parties involved when this happens so it's really important to be discreet and show everyone in the community that respect yeah and i would also add to that that it's not necessarily necessarily outing somebody to people that are not in our lifestyle that can also take place within the community it's that 
kiss and tell concept. Now, sometimes you need people to be open about it for the vetting process, but that doesn't mean just running out and telling everybody that, oh yeah, uh, Saturday night at the dungeon, so-and-so played with with so-and-so and you know they did this 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 and this well that was a scene between them that other people who were there got to observe and that may have not have been an issue or they wouldn't have done it but that doesn't mean that they want it talked about out in the community uh, going back to episode number eight I believe it was, uh, which I did on vetting and consensual non-consent. And that's a topic that we need to get into, too, because just through doing that episode, I kind of led people to believe the more modern version of the term, what a lot of the Fifty Shaders think C&C is all about, which is like rape play and things of that nature. But you and I both know that that gets into a whole lot more detailed thing than just rape play. But my point is, is going back to that episode and that person that I was referring to could have really, in those few days that we went without speaking after that event took place, she could have really slammed me within the community, outside of the community, but she did not. And I have great respect for her. And in fact, we just saw each other again a few weeks ago and everything's perfectly fine. We hugged when we saw each other. There's absolutely no problems there, but I was very pleased. It made me respect her a whole lot with the fact that, no, she didn't run talking to a bunch of people. There wasn't any outing. And it was mainly because it was it was not a situation of abuse because that's a whole different topic that's not outing someone that's protecting yourself or someone else but it was uh just maintaining that hey this happened maybe he had a different approach on it than i did or a different thought process on it so uh, then finally we discussed it i just i really want to give her a shout out she does listen to these and i'm not going to call her out by name even though i probably have permission to do that i don't know for sure but when you listen to this i just like to tell you thank you very much That means a lot to me. What makes discretion so important? Well, like I said, a lot of it is a respect issue. So showing respect to others also shows integrity and respect to yourself, first off. And then secondly, there are a lot of consequences for those who have been outed and for those who have been indiscreet in our community. And I don't really want to get into the consequences in depth just yet. We're about to do that in a minute, I know. But I would say that The reason discretion is so important is because when there has been an outing, the payment for it is so colossal. It can basically destroy people's lives if it's done the wrong way or done maliciously. Have you personally known anyone that has lost friends or family or employment because of being outed? I have, actually. I live in a smaller community, a smaller town, and we have a population of around maybe 300,000 in our entire community here, as far as the city itself goes, and that's vanilla and everything. So when someone's outed in my community, it does lead to the loss of career, of job, of home, because there's just no other way about it. And sometimes you can get around having such colossal losses in maybe larger cities, but here there's just no way everyone knows everyone's business so we really have to be discreet and respectful of each other yeah same way in my hometown i don't live there anymore but it's it's a smaller place when i was growing up there was about twenty thousand people there i think now it's up to uh, 50 or 60 
thousand. But someone who it wasn't that I didn't care for them; it's that our personalities just did not click at all. But they were outed and ended up having to leave the community. They had to move. And when they did, we actually become really good friends and are still friends to this day just because of that. But it absolutely destroyed their life. The community being that small and being a Southern community in the Bible Belt, people did not take kindly to them participating in such a quote unquote evil and damning lifestyle. Now, the consequences for the people, it was three people that actually outed this person, and two of them were pretty much shunned from the community. One of them was actually a supposed leader in the community down there in Georgia. But what is your experience as far as consequences go for those that out others? Well, here we keep a close eye on the people that have outed others. They definitely do get shunned, and they won't be invited to private events at all. We have several private events, and I know there's there's more that are getting going that are by invitation only, and those people will never receive those invitations. And we also very carefully monitor those that associate with them just as a form to protect ourselves as part of the community. We don't want people that are going to go tell this person who already outed someone else anyone else's business. And it's definitely an by association fear that we have mm-hmm. just because of the consequences here. One of the things that we have to watch for in our local community is we live literally right next to an Air Force base, which means we have people that are always coming in that are newer to our communities. So we we vet very carefully. And at the same time, we have to watch out for those people very carefully to make sure they're not outed because they will be dishonorably discharged, which is something that happened to one of the outed people that I knew here. He lost his home, his wife, his kids, everything because of it. And so we take it pretty seriously and we just, we don't like it. I don't think any community <coughs> likes it. And I don't think any person does. I don't know if you saw it. It's been sometime in the past six months, there was someone discharged because of their involvement in BDSM that made national news. I did see that. Very unfortunate. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. Of course, if I remember correctly, they didn't help the situation at all, which the story kind of blew by really quick. But if I remember correctly, somebody else had posted something on social media, a picture with them in it. And then they ended up, I think, just saying, screw it and threw some stuff out there and outed themselves. And that's something that we have to be really careful about too is making sure that we when we have conversations we keep them at an appropriate level like at munches a lot of people uh, the <laughs> newer people get so excited when they come to munches and they want to talk about stuff and they want to ask all these questions that their tone can often become increased and others can hear and we really need to remember that munches are a vanilla event that's where we get to know each other on a personal level and kind of build some of those friendships that we can carry on in those private events and figure out you know oh they've they've got a great personality they're kind of into this into that and we talk about those things that we're into at a very low level but very often i find myself going hey uh a little bit quieter for you remember where we're at (laughs) 
<laughs> so that goes into what I was talking about when we first opened the conversation was sometimes it is accidental. So are the consequences for these accidental outings in your experience any different than those who are just malicious about it or purposeful in it? Absolutely. I say if the person is doing it maliciously, the community is much harsher, which I think is only fair that we take this maliciousness much more seriously than accidental. And especially if it's an accidental with someone who is newer to the community, several people will actually probably end up pulling that person to the side in my local community and just having the talk about how important discussion is and how to comport ourselves in a way that we are more discreet to prevent slip-ups like that in the future. Yeah, well, I know some of the smaller communities that have an absolute zero tolerance on it, which I think... I understand, well, I understand both sides of it, but with those newbies, they, it's so fresh and exciting and they have this openness to be able to be who they are. But me personally, I'm like you and your local community. An accident can occur and they can be very severe in the consequences for that slip up. But at the same time, you do have to take into consideration that it is an accident no matter how devastating it could be. So I think that's important to point that out. I don't like a zero tolerance. Mistakes can happen, though we really, this is one of those mistakes that is so devastating that it really needs to be a primary focus for everyone involved. Oh, absolutely. So I actually have a slight story about discretion that I'm going to share because it's something that I almost mentioned to you off mic earlier this week. So I actually did mention part of the story to you earlier this week. One of my real life best friends who is 99.9% vanilla has taken to listening to these podcasts. She knew that I did podcasts before this, but she did not know the subject matter because whenever asked, we work together and we work with other people in close proximity. So whenever asked, I always said I did podcasts on relationship issues for adults. Which is not uh, a lie. It's not a lie, but it's not 100%. <laughs> but it is a very discreet way to let people know where I would be on Sundays. And, and I've had other coworkers have to cover shifts for me on, on Sundays, which is when we record. So it's my way to get around that and still be discreet. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know you have students in your day-to-day job. And I know you had an issue where one of your students was asking about what it was. And I almost suggested just tell tell them that it's relationship issues that you do podcast about as a way to be discreet about it. Which is because actually this, the, the kind of the route that I ended up going initially. Yeah. So I just wanted to share that story and uh, kind of segue into how we can be discreet. Well, uh, now from what all you told me, did that conversation end up going a little bit further as she listened to the podcast? It has in very private settings where we actually might end up having coffee later today in which I'll answer more in-depth questions she has in the privacy of one of our homes, most likely. Like I said, she is one of my best friends. And we also have areas where we can step away from our other coworkers and kind of very quietly discuss things. Mm-hmm. We don't really get into depth or go X-rated or R-rated or any of that. We tend to keep it very muted right. as we share because we also share about our married lives because we're both married and we're both fairly newlyweds. So we have stuff to discuss in that aspect of things well, as well. Now, the, the awkward moment, and I may have gotten you thrown off track with this, but the awkward moment itself came 
And when didn't you tell me that she recommended this podcast to you because she thought it might be something that you liked? Yeah, it, it was a little, but I mean, I, I certainly understood. And she's actually very amused by the whole fun size pseudonym for me. So she has eventually got to the part or got to the episodes uh, with your interview oh. and where you've become co-host. Oh, she skipped to the latest episode and decided to listen to that during her lunch break. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't so, tell me you didn't tell me that part. Yeah, she she skipped and uh, she listened to it and then she had several questions about my own personal activities because I mentioned also uh, my sub and my dom and she was asking if my husband knew and she had several questions along that route which I had to discreetly answer. <laughs> Oh, I love it. <laughs> because I could just imagine your expressions when this conversation was taking place. No, I actually looked at her and I said, I was waiting for you to ask about that. I'm surprised it took this long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's cracked me up since you told me that. I just randomly pops into my head and I'm just like, wow, that's fun. <laughs> that's fun size. <laughs> yeah, that's. That's me. That's a little bit of my everyday, typically the vanilla side of my life. Um, with with 400,000 podcasts out there, I find it very interesting that your friend in little town state that you live in just happened upon the one podcast that you are on. Makes me think of a Disney song. Gosh. So what can you do? I mean, you've been outed, not by anyone really just by the podcast itself but what can you do if you've been outed what kind of advice do you have for those people well being outed by the podcast the only ones who know are three of my best friends and obviously my husband but he's part of the lifestyle and those three friends are extremely respectful and discreet so i can't really offer that end of advice as far as that goes for my own personal quote-unquote outing because for me i feel like it doesn't count i knew that there would be some people that would catch on to the podcast and to who i am in real life as far as that goes and i was kind of preparing myself for it because i also had to prepare myself for it running the order of avalon right because there are several people that are in my local community even that i do not personally know that are on there and i have run into one or two of them in public and not been able to really say anything to them because i'm being discreet about both of our positions as far as people that have been well and truly outed i would say to try to keep calm yeah that's always my first thing to think of is remain calm because the good old adage two wrongs don't make a right give yourself a minute to think well not only do two wrongs not make a right and you don't want to turn around to the person that outed you and go oh well this person does this or something Mm -hmm. not just in that sense but like with what you were saying about the news story you shared the person who went and kind of outed themselves further you don't want to have like a mini freak out on yourself because you've been outed and then go yeah this is me just throw it at the world you want to try to minimize the damage to yourself at that point if you can yeah um and the only way you can do that is if you stay calm because otherwise you won't have a clear head to face the challenges that you're being confronted with right for me step one stay calm 
step two, seek counsel. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter how long you've been doing this, if it's happened to you before. Personally, I think that that should really be step two, regardless. With step one, we try to stay calm. Step two, seek counsel. And then step three, that is absolutely 100% going to vary, in my opinion, by the situation at hand. So what are what could you think of as far as some of the options there that will come up in step three? Definitely talk to your support system. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think everyone needs to have a support system, whether it be within the community or just in your vanilla lives. I think talking to the people closest to you, people that already know about it. If, for example, if I was well and truly outed, uh, one of the first things I would do is definitely talk to my sub and my dom. I would probably consult with you because you and I are actually very close friends. Definitely talk to my husband. And then I would go through the three friends that already know about my lifestyle choices now. And I would talk to them and I would see if they had any suggestions on how I could minimize as far as my work goes, because I do work with all three of them. Oh, okay. Um, honestly, I probably would lose my job uh, yeah. just because the company I work for could not take the bad reputation from it, which I recognize. And then I would probably talk to some close family members that know me very well that I feel comfortable with, just to let them know that they might hear something and try to minimize it that way. But again, I would stay calm and I would definitely think about who I was speaking to and how much I was disclosing. So it sounds like in step three, you're talking about preparing those that are closest to you. So Mm -hmm. once again, step one, stay calm. Step two, seek counsel. Step three, start your preparation phase for those around you. I think that's about as good as we can get on kind of a play-by-play on what to do. Somewhere in there, it may be, I don't like to use the term in this particular situation because the the level of emotion and anger that could be involved, but confronting the person that outed them. And when I say that, I don't really mean the classic confrontation. I mean, just sit down talk with them, find out what happened. And I would highly, highly recommend doing this with a moderator, someone who is very trusted that can be very non-biased and uh, go through what has taken place. And that may not always be an option. I mean, it may be a very obvious, malicious outing that you can't do that with. And in that case, just stay the heck away from them and let the community know what has taken place and let the community deal with them because it's it, it can get really, really nasty. I've seen some of the nastiest, backstabbingest, arguing, just miserable movies miserable situations take place when this type of thing has happened because it is so absolutely devastating to someone's life. It's the one of the worst things that you can do. I put it up there with abuse because it is a form of abuse when this is done intentionally because they didn't consent to being outed. If they wanted their friends to know, if they wanted family, if they wanted their work to know, then they would have done it themselves. Absolutely. Moving into how to be discreet, and I think this is getting to really the meat of it, of the most important part. What do you think about that one? How? What do you do 
to be discreet? There's a couple things. Like I said, as far as the podcast goes, when people ask me that are outside the lifestyle, I tell them it's relationship issues, which it is in a way. I don't see that as being a lie at all because that is what we're talking about. Relationships of love and respect. Absolutely. It's just a form that some people don't recognize, Yeah, uh, which is their (laughs) problem and not mine. And I don't really care. Just owning it. Then I would say the other thing is definitely be aware of your surroundings. Like you said, with munches and newbies, you know, you can get excited. You can get loud. Even if you've been in this for years, you can get excited. Oh, yeah. It's happened to me very recently. I was talking to somebody about a topic that I'm very interested in, which is rigging. I am far from a master rigger, and I found myself talking to two people who are highly respected in their abilities as riggers. And I was just taken back to the excitement of a little child. I'm just like, because it's, I am really, really interested in moving forward and progressing in that ability. So I'm just giddy and I'm asking questions. And one of them kind of looked at me weird. And at that moment, I realized, okay, I'm too excited. Bring it down. So anybody can make a mistake. When I say, when I brought up newbies earlier, I wasn't just trying to call them out on it. It can happen to any of us. It does happen. So, but anyway, as you were saying. I actually have to share a little bit more personally. with When I first contacted you, I had that same excitement. And I remember our first phone conversation. I was like, oh my God, I get to talk to Cauldron. We have so many uh similar points of view and i was so excited and i'm sure that came through the first several times we spoke (laughs) and i was so honored i really was yeah so like you said it can happen to anyone but thankfully you and i were we first contacted each other via fetlife after i heard the podcast and then exchanged numbers from there and started talking and every conversation i've had with you has either been in the privacy of my home or in the privacy of my car as i'm driving home from work with the windows rolled up where no one could hear us for me on how to be discreet and i have said this many times in the podcast common sense is not always that common so you can't really rely on that you just have to train yourself to make sure that you are being appropriate in your conversation for the space that that conversation is taking place in. Try to contain your excitement, just as I've had to do in the past, and I think anybody can relate to that, because there's always been times in somebody's life that they have gotten too excited, no matter what the topic was about, and they had to kind of bring it down a little bit for the setting that they're in. I was at a funeral one time that was taking place on Super Bowl Sunday, Yeah, not kidding. There was a group of guys that started getting really, really, really excited over the notifications for the uh, score. And... the the uh, uh person that ran the funeral the funeral director yeah come up to them and actually ask them to take it outside even though i mean the person that had passed away was a massive sports fan and i oh god well i can't remember what team it was and so it was almost paying homage to him that they were checking in on the game i mean even the wife really wasn't concerned about it or the widow wasn't all that concerned about it but it did upset a few other people there so the funeral director asked
asked them to take it outside because it was a little inappropriate for the setting that they were in. So it can happen anywhere, anytime. Uh, those accidental outings or slips of information or excitement, but then those malicious attempts. Before you do that, if you're mad at somebody, really understand just how devastating to someone's life that can be and how you can ruin their family. Uh, ruin their career. Things have happened where people have been pushed, unfortunately, not necessarily that uncommon in the the gay community for someone to be outed, especially as a teenager. And next thing you know, there's a funeral because it's been so devastating to them. They don't properly know how to deal with the emotional levels and then they commit suicide. And you really got to think, now that is worst case scenario, but you never know what your actions could do, just how much much it's going to impact somebody. If I was outed and I lost my job, then I'm going to lose my home. That's going to highly affect my marriage. So no matter how upset we may be or how mischievous we may be or how cute we think it might be to, oh, I'm just going to go tell somebody because <laughs> they'll call them and kind of harass them a little bit. No, you don't know. And I've seen that happen, too. Like, it happened as a joke, and that was something that we didn't really talk about, was that somebody outed another person to a mutual friend of theirs as a joke, and it really got ugly real quick because this person was absolutely not okay with it, even though they were one of the most profane people I've ever met in my life. They still found our lifestyle incredibly, incredibly evil, and just, it was not at all pretty, though. So, how to be discreet, I would just say follow the rules. Follow the general rules of our community, of the lifestyle that we live, which is discretion first when it comes to social interaction. Fun size? I also have something to suggest for communities as a whole that my local community actually uses even for our public munches. And I was just thinking about this. Something that we do here is that the places that we have munches have private rooms mm -hmm. for use, banquet halls things of that nature. And that's where our munches take place. It is public, but it's also set aside. So it's private in case someone does have a question or slips up. I would suggest that to any community out there where if you have that resource available, maybe put that into use Yeah, to reduce the accidental outing. We have a place here that we typically go to for the 101 classes and we don't really, we don't do any, any demonstrations or anything like that at, at these because that's not what a munch is for, but we will do a like a BDSM 101 class for the doobies every few months and then get into a few other topics. But the majority of the time, because of the restaurants that we have, we typically don't have the ability to do that, though I wish we did. That is a thought. That is definitely a consideration that we try to take into place. So with that not being the case, we just maintain a certain level of conversation. And if somebody has a lot of questions, what we do is just go outside. There's always somebody that wants to smoke. So that's all it looks like we're doing is standing outside you know, having a chat over a cigarette or something like that, which I'm not condoning smoking, but it's a good excuse. And then the other thing that I would say is social media. I think it's important to be discreet on social media. FetLife, thankfully, does not allow anyone to see anything unless you are a member. Mm -hmm. And I know lots of people 
post pictures of their faces and other things. My Fet Life actually has a picture of one of my tattoos, which is very telling in and of itself because if anyone ever goes on FetLife and is browsing through my local community and sees that and then sees me in public with my tattoo showing, they're of course going to very easily pick up on who I am. But another thing is if you're part of a website community and there are tons out there beyond FetLife and definitely use FetLife. For anyone who doesn't use it, everyone uses it for a reason. But there are other communities so I think just be very aware of what you are posting, even as far as community websites go. And then the other thing is definitely don't post anything like that on Facebook. Facebook, Twitter, if you're going to have anything like that, I would say that have a ghost profile, essentially. Have one that is just for these things. I know the Cauldron's Crypt has its own community website. Yeah, We've just opened up a secret group also so that none of it can be shared outside of that group. I have the Facebook profile, which is if you go to facebook.com slash cauldron.fire feel free to send me a friend request and from that you can also find the Cauldron's Crypt a BDSM 101 podcast Facebook page and then if you send me a request I can add you to the secret group. Yeah, just make sure what you are posting online is protecting yourselves and protecting others in the community that you know. And and then if you have any questions like from your community websites, definitely just pop your administrator question and 99.9% of the time they'll get right back to you with your, those concerns because it is such a big issue in the lifestyle and the community as a whole. Also kind of off topic, I'd like to bring up the website since it was what we were just talking about was Facebook and FetLife. At CauldronScript.com, I'm opening up a paid membership area where we will be doing a lot of instructional videos, everything from flogging to spanking, DIY, pervertible projects that you can do, making your own floggers out of paracord. I think that's one that is pretty cool. Underbed restraint system that you don't have to pay $75 or $100 for. You can make right at home for about $5. So, Bill, a lot of instructional videos. Flogging is one of my specialties, so I'll be teaching you the Florentine style. And you can use coupon code LISTENER20 to receive a 20% discount. There are two different levels. The mentorship level, which actually gets you one-on-one time with me via Skype or a phone call a couple of times a month for an hour session, is $10 for the first three months. After that, it is $25. And then if you use that coupon code LISTENER20, you'll receive a 10% discount off of that. And then there's the beginner that doesn't include the sessions uh, with myself. That starts out at $7 for three months and then goes to $15 after that. And that coupon code LISTENER20, you can use it there and get a, a discount on that too. Currently, there are only three videos posted, but over the next few months, I will definitely be adding to that. The three videos that are up there now are an example of foot worship. It's not pornographic. It's just used strictly as an example of a nice, soothing, loving, respectful way for someone to treat their mistress or or master. So there is that. And if you have any topics that you would like videos on, 
feel free to contact myself, sir, at cauldronscrypt.com or funsize at funsize at cauldronscrypt.com. Do you have any final words on this topic of discretion? I really don't. I think we hit this topic really well, as we usually do. But if anyone has any questions about the topic, of course, contact us. Absolutely. And again, I, I think just follow the steps, use a little common sense, and try not to get too excited so you don't do it accidentally. So that will wrap us up for today. This has been Master Cauldron and Fun Size for cauldronscrypt.com. Unearth the truth.